in fact, like, I think when I actually, the night that I met Bill Clinton, like, you know, my family got to come along. My teacher got to come. Well, yeah, my teacher got to come along. I actually had two teachers at that time because I was, um, I was like, I was struggling with like my, my reading um, abilities. So like I had a special, <laughs> like a, a, a special teacher. I don't really know. I, I should find out. But um, like, so I think every, every day in class, like I'd go and work with her for like an hour to try to get my reading up to par or something. So she got to come too, which was kind of strange, but, um, or, but really cool. Oh, hang on a second. Sorry about that. No, no. Just turn that to, uh, um, maybe that was one of your grade three friends or grade four (laughs) friends. (laughs) He's actually one of my buddies uh, from prison. (laughs) So, um, uh, funny, man. I'm Ben Grenell and this is character. Episode 33, Making Sense of the Story, with Skylar Gronels. should provide some some context here so sure sure so it's been it's been about a year and a half in the making as far as you and i connecting on this i, I think i think some maybe more um yeah i think it's been even longer than that man it might yeah it might be it might be like two years but um i first heard you on startup okay and so alex had done that um i can't remember i think it was like a couple episodes that he did and i remember hearing it and and again i heard like you hear parts of the story and i thought wow like skylar is a fascinating person and he has he has a compelling and a very interesting story and then the extra layer on top of it was i just thought you were an incredible singer songwriter wow right like that when that was unlocked because i went man like i'll be honest i went to youtube and i checked out i checked out the like sure you can laugh about them but i remember playing death of me um like uh, i remember playing that song and uh, maybe it's because of playing music my whole life as well i was like he's a very very talented singer songwriter he's a very talented musician and i shared the song with a couple other people in um like a couple other people who I respect that are really good singer songwriters. And um, I just figured, I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta get in contact with this guy. I would love to hear his whole story. I'd love to hear it from day one, because this is what I know of you now. I know a little bit from startup. I know you're a good musician. And now as of today, because you shared it with me, I know your mom's an art teacher and she's, seems like a really sweet lady and that's all i know so it'd be cool to hear like take it back to day one um and let's see where this goes yeah now now how far what what day one should i should i be uh taking it back to as far back as you want to take it like start 
that day one being a kid start whenever yeah wherever it makes sense in in your story we've all got these i mean you alluded to it a little bit um in regards to podcasting earlier where whether it's podcasting or music we we are made up of all these experiences in life yeah. right and so those experiences start before we even have memories of them right and so like a lot of times i'll think about things personally where i'm like you just know you're you're exposed to something when you're a kid good bad neutral doesn't matter but that was an inflection point in again you evolving as a person right and so yeah i don't know, take take me back to where wherever makes sense for you to go go back to all right i mean so you know painting with a broad brush like i i i as a kid yeah so so i my you know family life back back in the day was i had two older brothers um my mom was um at that t- time like a, a greeting card artist um and my dad was a pastor um and you know i i think the three my my myself and my two older brothers like we um respected my dad and and liked him and he like he was the dad in the neighborhood that would like play with all of the kids you know like he was you know he was like the coolest dude ever um and uh and and you know lived in like a, a pretty typical i shouldn't say typical a a um just like a suburban mm, good life um uh and so this is some of the stuff that like i've been trying you know i'm just going to say as a as a caveat like stitching together a a life narrative i think is 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 um is what i think human beings do along the way um and for some of us, I think somehow like that story, like the pages start getting ripped out or, um, or there's such a, 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 a twist in the plot that like the book no longer makes sense. So the story just stops making sense altogether. And, and then at least for me, like, I, you know, like I, it's like, I'm I've been scrambling, trying to like find the pages and like piece it together and somehow make, make sense of who I am. And like my, you know, and, and the whole, um, uh, you know, the, the, the whole story leading up until now. So that, so this is some of the stuff that I've been doing, like with, with um, my, this therapist that like I, I, I fairly recently started um, meeting with. And um, so I don't know why I'm saying that. I, um, I guess if maybe because it's still, it's still kind of like an ongoing thing. Um, but, uh, so yeah. So like uh, when I was like around 10, I, um, uh, like I was like a pretty, I was like a, kind of like a, a, um, just like a, a loner type, I guess. Like, but very happy as, 
as a shy kid that like wasn't very social in school. I'd get home um, and maybe I'd play with my two older brothers every now and then. But like I was also, also like the guy that like would just put on my ro- rollerblades and like just like rollerblade around for hours um, at like in third grade, you know, or or go. I like went, I would like go into like the forest and just like, like try to like, I like collect like, you know, like befriend frogs and things. Uh, so, <laughs> and this is, this is in Seattle. Like you've been, you've been on the West coast your whole life. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's in, so, so Kent is like a, a suburb of Seattle. Um, uh, it's like, I don't know, 20 or so minutes South. Um, uh, but, it's yeah, it's um it's a very it's it's a it's a strange place. It's just full of track homes. Um and I'll it, you know, anyways, um yeah, so so I've been over here in the West Coast forever. Um and uh so around like when I was 10, I oh, also I so uh, uh, I should I should say like my first love um especially at that point in my life was was drawing and like, like basically art in any way. Like if it was painting or or drawing, um, like I, I, that, that really was like, if I could just be doing that, I would, I would have been really happy. Um, Is that because of of like what your mom would have exposed you to, I guess? Like now I know she's an art teacher and yeah. 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 Well, I, and I think, I think, yeah, for sure. Like I, I, I mean, all the way back when I was 10, like my mom would out of the, the rest of, you know, the ones in her family, like, like I was her, I would be like, I was the one that she, <laughs> like she would turn to for like advice on like, how, how is this particular painting coming along? And like, I, like back then, like I took it so seriously. Like I, I, um, you know, and I, I didn't, I had no idea that like that was special, um, or that, that, I wasn't even really aware that like I, that she wasn't doing that with other family members. Um, but yeah, I definitely think my mom was, um, very, a, a, a big part of that. Um, and, and so I, so I, I ended up entering this like kind of statewide competition, um, for drawing a, a symbol of world peace. Like, so like for every, every, um, I think it was just elementary school in Washington state, I think, um, they would elect somebody to represent their school and like submit like a drawing of world peace because um, a Bill Clinton, this is like back in 94 um, was coming to Seattle to uh, as like some like big Asian Pacific, like, um, well, I'll just, this is so kind of corny, but um, it was called APEC. Um, I don't know if I've never heard it really referred to <laughs> since this, but um it was like the so Asian Pacific Economic Corporation. Anyways, uh, he was so he was coming, and um, uh, th- th- if if you won, you got to meet Bill Clinton. Um, and so I ended up winning, and like I, I uh, and like it, it was this strange kind of turning point in my life because all of a sudden, like I people, you know, so I had news channels like like coming to my school to like interview me, <laughs> and. Um, it was like very strange. And so all of a sudden, like I'm, I'm in like all my peers, like know of me and think that like, like that I'm somebody that they should know or something. Like it was very strange and it was overnight. And, 
and and not that I, I was some like major celebrity or anything, but at least in my little world, I, you know, like it, it was a bit of a turning point. Um, and uh, you're 10. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like that, that's gotta be heavy on the mind because you're, you go from rollerblading around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. finding frogs in the forest and just doing your own thing to all of a sudden everybody, everybody thinks they should know you for whatever reason. And if it's, it's like a false inflation almost yeah. of just, it's a lot of pressure for a young kid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and now, and, and I think this is the, this, so then, I mean, in short order, I, in fact, like, I think when I actually, the night that I met Bill Clinton, like, you know, my family got to come along, my teacher got to come, well, yeah, my teacher got to come along. I actually had two teachers at that time. Cause I was, um, I was like, I was struggling with like my, my reading, um, abilities. So like I had a special, <laughs> like, a, a a special teacher. I don't really know I should find out, but, um, like, so I think every, every day in class, like I'd go and work with her for like an hour to try to get my reading up to par or something. So she got to come too, which was kind of strange, but, um, or, but really cool. Oh, hang on a second. Sorry about that. No, no. I should just turn that to, uh, um, Maybe that was one of your grade three friends or grade four friends. <laughs> He's actually one of my buddies in, uh, from prison. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, funny man, crazy. Uh, so, um, my so so at this at this exact time, like my dad, uh, my dad was a diabetic, and his kidney. Uh, both his kidneys like were failing and so um like my dad had gotten on dialysis uh and and um was on like the waiting list to receive a new kidney and pancreas uh and like and that was all going on while like i was meeting bill clinton and like man it was it, it i think that that was like a pretty pivotal moment in my life that uh, you know i've i'm only just now at 35 like realizing realizing that which is really weird like especially given like i've been to a lot of like like rehabs and uh and and therapy and um you know i've been married like like you just i i I, it seems like i would have had plenty of opportunity to realize but i was just not really paying attention to maybe the um sort of the uh the significance of 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 that time in my life i don't know so again i mean these these are things that like are are still fairly fresh uh in my are you still there yeah yeah yeah. okay because steven's calling again so i just want to make sure that's um uh so in fact hang on i'm so sorry i'm just gonna put on i don't know why i didn't do this at first all right. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, so, and so then shortly after that, like my dad, my, my dad got, um, a, he, um, was at the top of the list and, and got a transplant for a new kidney and pancreas. And like he, he went from a very healthy, well, relatively speaking, I guess, cause he had diabetes, but I never, he, he, you know, 
aside from that, like he was, a, he was like a really healthy, great present person. And then fighting for his life. And like, it, like, you know, like back then, he, um, uh, I think the technology for doing transplants was just, um, not, not what it is today. And, uh, he was like the 88th person, I think, to receive this kind of transplant like ever, which, um, is, is pretty intense. Um, so there was a lot of complications and, um, you know, I think it left a pretty big blemish on, on, you know, the, the, the whole family's psyche and, and, and sort of experience. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, um, definitely mine. Uh, I, you know, my dad was like the guy that I, uh, always, um, like mimicked, you know, uh, like that's like, I know my learning process, like how I learn is not like, uh, is not really built for, uh, like typical schooling. Um, and, and, and so I think how I learn best is auditory. So like through podcasts is like how I stay engaged in the world. Like it's how I've learned a lot of what I know today, which is crazy. Um, and also just like, like, um, watching somebody do it. Like that's how I, if like, man, if I wish schools were, were more built for that. Cause I, I would have, I would have like gotten straight A's for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause they're not built around learning. They're built around memorization. Uh, which, or, or you're that's right. a different story. It is. Yeah. And so, and, and that's a, as a side note, like that, that's a big reason why I fell in love with podcasting. It was just because I, I had no idea. I think up until I, I up until around 2005, like, I thought I was sort of dumb. Like I just, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't think that I could, I didn't think I had much to say. Like I, I would. And so, but then all of a sudden, like my brain is getting activated and, and, um, and like, I, I am connecting with like, I, I find everything fascinating, like all of a sudden, you know? Um, and anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. Am I, I, I um, so, so did you, was it this point where there was this juxtaposition where, and again, like you're a young kid, right? So yeah. you're, you're, you're 10 at this time and you don't know what you don't know when you're that young, but did it kind of feel like, Hey, something's happening in my life. I'm going somewhere, but then there's a juxtaposition between feeling excited and feeling like there's this unknown road ahead. And then your dad is ill. And you kind of feel like you can't be there for him and can't be there for yourself at the same time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really interesting way of putting it. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think so. Like I, I, I think that's a really interesting way of putting it. Um, it it's almost like I, I, um, I, I don't think I could have, I think that I was trying, I, I sort of was trying to do both and, and, and failing at, 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 at sort of, um, you know, being there for my dad, 
Um, and also trying to like be creating a life for myself or something like I, so I, so yeah, I, I think I, I think like that was, that was, that was the beginning of me sort of just like losing touch with like how to live life. Um, yeah. It's, it's weird, man. Cause like that age of 10 to 13, those are, those are formative years, but like that age of 10 to 13, it's almost like, I don't know what it is when you, when you're eight and nine, you're still innocent. And then when you turn 10, like you're grade four, grade four yeah. to grade seven. Yeah. It's almost like kids want to do nothing more than be accepted by their peers and to be liked by their peers. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. it's like, as soon as you get that affirmation, it's like, you don't even know what to do with it. Right. Yeah. And like that, that is where I think like that is where parents can really be important, you know, um, in, in terms of like, uh, you know, and I think, I think it's, I think that that's where parents can be really like very important in the, in, in that, in that process. And I, I and it's at the same time, at least maybe for like, for at least men, but no, I, I think it's pretty, you know, across the board, like parents also, it's also this awkward thing, like where now this person's no longer, I mean, is, is beginning to not be just a kid anymore. Um, and like, and then it, the, like the whole dynamic of your relationship with your parents begins to change. And, and, um, and, 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 and yeah, I don't know. And, you know, I don't have kids, so I'm not really sure exactly, um, you know, the, but, but I know that, that a, a kid at that point needs guidance and needs people, you know, whether they want it or not, like to, to be there loving them and, and trying to, you know, show them kind of how to do it, you know, like, like guide them along that journey. Cause I, I think those are really formative years. Um, and maybe no less or more formative than, than the, the previous years. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure, but do you, do you have kids? Yeah, I got, I've got three of them now. Really? So I'm, I'm turning in one week. I turned 39. So a little bit older, Yeah, yeah. four years older, but, uh, yeah, three, three kids. One is, uh, so when we first connected, I think I had just had my second. And wow. Then, yeah, dude. Yeah. And then that's why like this. So I took like to digress for a second. Yeah, so I, yeah. was, I was going pretty hard with the podcast sure. and releasing regularly. Um, and then when we around, I guess it was like the last time I dropped was, the spring of 18, I bet, because we had just moved into a house. We moved into a, a new house. And um, and where where are you at, in, by the way? Uh, Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Canada. So Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So center of North America. But yeah, so we had moved. Um, and that's a whole, like that is a long, long story, um, which that's like a different podcast altogether. Um, I mean, I'd love to hear it, but yeah. <laughs> 
it, we can we can do as many episodes as you want man. sure uh, but yeah so we we had moved um and then we ended up having our third kid so she is she's almost one now she's like she turns wow. one in june but it was just it was like a really busy time um plus working in tech and working at a startup it, it was just like really really busy and um and that's not an excuse not to do it but i just i always no, had this that's an excuse not to do it no i know but i always had this yearning to keep pushing yeah. it and keep going and it's it's the hardest thing about doing podcasts like this was twofolded one was the pressure sort of what you were mentioning before where you feel this pressure to keep making the production yeah. better yeah and i was like fuck this is like i don't have 15 or 20 hours a week to mm. dedicate to wow. editing a podcast and making myself feel like it's not good enough yeah. um and then the other side of things is um trying to like when you're reaching out to people and booking times and yeah do like that takes a lot of work because you it takes a lot of energy i would imagine it, it well it does and it's also not like like i, I sure i've got interest in um doing episodes with anyone and everyone because mm. they everyone has interesting stories yeah but i don't think that the the richness of the podcast would come through if if i said hey to like my <laughs> buddy that i've known for 20 years right right because it's like there's too much context for a story already interesting so then it right and so because i've tried it i've tried recording with people that i know and it's just like the conversations aren't as good because you've you know what's coming down the pipeline you know the story you know these things and you can't respond as genuinely to what they're saying have you heard of this podcast uh, um I, i'm totally blanking it's it's something anonymous oh beautiful anonymous yeah yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if I, I haven't I haven't actually listened for a, a little while, but my brother uh, had just just mentioned it like two nights ago, um, and uh, but I was back. You know, I don't know why I stopped listening to it, but I um, uh, well, I could tell you why. I think it was because somehow my brain started getting critical of freeform dialogue in the podcasting world, but um, uh, just stupid, but um. I wonder if that's part of the magic of 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 that of that uh, you know of what he does. Hundred percent, it is like, it, and that's a good show. I like that show. Yeah. Um, I think what happens is when people when people feel that they can open it up, it almost becomes like confession, right? So sometimes people will call in and they'll share things that they've never shared before. Hmm good bad right neutral doesn't matter what it is but it becomes almost like an outlet and so sometimes people are sharing less of their story and um more of a like a venting session right my neighbor pisses me off and i there's like a sense of, of yeah. urgency or just like of of importance to the conversation that that is hard to replicate yeah and because the person's anonymous um it becomes relatable, I think, for anybody listening because they're like, hey, that could just be me. That yeah. is me. Yeah. Right. Or that I see a small part of that person in myself or they they learn something about the world or about their own life by listening to somebody else talk about something. So it's, yeah. I don't know, it's a really neat show. Yeah. I, cool. I really like it. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. I just recently subscribed, so resubscribed. But cool. Yeah, no, I'm I. Um, I, I think I think we probably have a similar podcasting feed. Uh, yeah, catalog is just so long. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, so you were saying, so your your dad was sick. He mm. was number eighty eight on yeah. the yeah the list. Yeah. So, um, so was he basically fighting for his life? Um, you know, my mom was trying to like keep, um, like keep you know the family somehow like as as positive and uh as best she could you know um which is like an impossible task but uh you know and um and by the time like i'm i you know going into junior high uh i like be i like run for you know student body um i think i was like i ran for seventh grade representative or something and then like but but that sort of became um a, a you know a an ingredient that i would define myself um that i would use to like i i guess sort of construct who i am um uh which was like being being that person like that representative like you know in um like student body council or whatever and like you know so so junior high like i, I junior high was a a good period, I think, because I was, I was like a really weird, but like, wasn't really all that concerned about how people perceived me. And that somehow made the weirdness cool or something like, like my sense of humor is like really weird. Like it's like awkward. And I, I like thrive on that. Like, you know, like, like, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard to really explain, but like, like I had this, like I, I would do these really strange things. And, and, and so like, you know, like when I ran for ASB president of junior high, like my speech was just like, it was the weirdest, lamest thing. And like, I was totally making it up on the spot. Like I, I don't know what possessed me to do this, but, um, you know, and like, like everyone loved it and like they, they voted for me, you know, um, and, and, and so that, that was a good period of time. I think like, um, I, I felt somewhat connected with myself and I felt okay with being me. And then, but like by the time, so like where I was going to school, like seventh, eighth, ninth grade was junior high. And then high school was, uh, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th or sophomore, uh, junior, senior, uh, year. So by the time I got into high school, I was like a really late bloomer. So like, all, like I think that's, that was another thing. Like I was tiny, like, like I was just a very small person, uh, in junior high. Um, but like, you don't really have an option other than to just embrace that and, and run with it. But like all of a sudden, like, uh, but you know, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I get really wrapped up in like how I'm being perceived and like, um, like I feel like sophomore year was like when I really started becoming insecure um and like uh no longer just being me but like but like trying to be I don't know I mean it just sounds kind of cliched but like just 
I, I started really just losing touch with who I wanted to be. Um, and man, like that just from then on, like that just sort of metastasized into a prison sentence. Um, <laughs> so, so you, did you like, did you stop drawing? Did you stop doing like oh, all the things sure. that, that gave you joy as yeah. a kid? Yes, and, and even yeah. like grade grade seven. So grade seven, you're becoming like a leader to your peers, yeah. right? As goofy or not, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, but you were you were voted into this position, and you yeah. you become this leader, or in the eyes of your peers, you're somebody they're looking up to, right? And then, it, were you still? I mean, it sounds like you're still owning it you're still yourself as far as like you didn't give a fuck you're gonna yeah. be goofy <laughs> yeah you you would still i'll assume you would still draw you would do whatever you was. would want it, to even do in seventh grade like i i won another competition that's a, a little more local um but uh it was like a it was um it it, it was a I won a trip for my family to like go down to Disneyland for like an all expense paid trip. Um, that was through from like a drawing that I did, you know? Um, yeah, that, that's interesting that that I definitely was still, uh, uh, um, I, I, the artistic sort of, um, you know, I think that's how I understand the world, honestly. Like that is how I understand the world, like is through, art of whether it's silly art or depressing art, um, you know, whether it's like painting or drawing or, 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 or making music, like that is so central to like how I understand the world. Um, and, and I think so, like starting for sure sophomore year, that began slipping away. And, and, um, by the time I'm like 20, I mean, I, I like was not doing anything like in that, in that regard, you know, to, to like, to, I wasn't, I wasn't, eh, yeah, there was no creative outlet. There was really nothing. Um, no part of, of my life was, was, uh, um, was, uh, was, uh, had anything to do with, with art. So, so you're just wearing, you're basically wearing a mask around that you yes. think is the right mask for everybody around you to yeah. say, Hey, that's the mask that, Skylar should be wearing. Yeah. And, and it, that's not, the way it, you're it, presenting yourself. Right. And, and knowing that it's not, it's like, it's like a bad joke that like, you know, that the joke is not working, but like, but that's the only joke you seem to really have, uh, you know, uh, ready. And so you just sort of keep trying to make the same joke work. And it's, ah, uh, man, that is, it just becomes this sad way to live and then you you know for yeah so then uh, yeah so so hmm, i don't know if i should skip ahead but uh, uh you know th th pretty much like that was from sophomore year that just that just got worse by the time so then i got i got married when i was 22 um you know so i i uh i graduate high school um i i get into Whitworth university, uh, which is where like a lot of my family went to school. Um, and I was, you know, kind of, um, I wish I, I knew exactly what you said about, uh, you know, try about, um, the, 
what what you said about my dad, um, like me trying to be there for my dad and also be there for myself, like I, I that that's uh, however you said that was 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 really yeah interesting um, because I think I I feel like that has been uh, that I've been split almost uh, for a long time. Um, and, and so like um, it in, in various ways. So like with school, like I was trying to be um, like a Christian, uh, like, uh, you know, um, student leader uh, and also having this, this curiosity with partying or like with, you know, that with like this other side of, of my peer group that, were into these other things. And I was just really curious about it, you know? And, uh, so like Whitworth, like I, I, um, I was like going to parties and also going and like leading worship for, for, you know, um, for my dorm and things. And like, I was, I was, um, I just, I, so, you know, I wasn't taking school very seriously at all. And, um, I, I ended up getting like, I think it was a below 2.5, which, uh, I lost some scholarships because of that. And so then, um, and, and, and that, that looking back again was just like this wildly pivotal moment. Um, because like officially at, at that point, um, there was no roadmap for me. Like I, I was not like, nobody in my life had veered off course that much, <laughs> you know? And, and so like, I, I, I didn't have at least, at least in terms of like role models that I, I think I was trying to model myself um, after that and, and wasn't doing obviously a very good job at that. But like at that point, man, like I, I just, I sort of like, I really dug into like the whole mask idea and like, I I was terrified and I didn't know what I was doing, but I, and, and so sort of how I chose to handle that was, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just pretend that I am, that I do know what I'm doing and then it'll all work out, you know, and people won't be all that worried or, or, um, I'll still, I'll, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very convenient way of making yourself feel like you're okay. Um, because you're getting feedback from other people, um, or at least the mask you're wearing is getting feedback that you are okay. Um, but man, like that, that is, that's, that is a very, that, that, at least for me, like that, that life just got sad at that point. And, um, yeah, so I, and, and I had already met the girl that I was going to marry, um, and, so that was another like fuel to like just pretending that everything was okay and that I, I knew what I was doing and I, you know, just staying positive and, uh, and ended up getting married at 22. Um, uh, you know, uh, and, and, um, you know, there was a whole process of like winning over her, her, her parents approval and, um, in the midst of like me, you know, no longer going to school. So like I went to community college, um, and then moved down to Portland, uh, to be with, um, my, let's see, were we engaged at that point? No, we weren't, but I was, I was like so confident that I was going to marry her, you know, like I was just, I, she was 
amazing and I really wanted to marry her and um looking back like man like I again like I just I was moving so fast like and I was too scared to stop and ask like is this really what you want to be doing you know um yeah. maybe it was that like it's it's the same analogy of when you're 10 when it's like you felt split between not not being able to be there for yourself and not being able to be there for the mask that you're wearing yeah right like if if life is a phase of masks mm. right like you're wearing a different mask at all these times you're wearing the bill clinton mask you're wearing the <laughs> yeah. goofy leadership mask and then you're wearing the trying to well no those weren't masks those were the, the early days where we'll say hey that's that's just you right yeah. you're a young kid yeah but then when you get into the latter years when you're yeah. trying to you're striving for affirmation and you're just like fuck i gotta throw on a mask i need to make sure yep check the box everyone thinks this is cool i'm gonna wear this mask for now but you you feel caught in between being genuine and authentic to yourself and who you are as a person and trying to appease everyone around you to be like yeah fuck skylar's cool 100 cool. good yep so where were your parents at? Like when you, when things started to go south with school and you were, you were trying to pull the wool over your eyes, mm. were your parents aware of, of this or were you just like, no, everything's cool? I think, I mean, I, th I think they were for sure, but I, um, I, I had, and I, you know, uh, it's something that I really, um, am trying to, Correct, I, I guess. Um, I, um, but I, I just really closed myself off to them. Um, especially my dad. Um, but like, so I. Like, did you feel that you were letting him down or something? If you. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, yeah, I would, I would, I, I, I feel like I would come up with. I was always reaching for ways to discredit their opinion or something, you know, like, like whether it was ever stated, which maybe it was at times, but you know, um, you know, they would be, they would get frustrated, um, uh, and, but like I. I think that I, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's strange. You know, I, I should just throw in, in, into the mix. Like, uh, so at the end of my, it would have been, I think, sophomore year of college, um, sophomore year. Yeah. Um, no end of my junior year, uh, I, um, which at that point, like I, I was not going to school at all. Um, I got my wisdom teeth pulled and like, um, you know, I, I feel like I had tried Vicodin a few times before that. And like, it was not that enjoyable, but like, I think where I was at in my life and just really afraid, like really just like, yeah, just afraid of, uh, 
just like not knowing what, what I, what, or who I was supposed to be. Um, uh, Vicodin began to really (laughs) make that, that go away. And, and in fact, it replaced, it replaced that feeling with like a feeling of, of well-being and like confidence and, 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 and really just like, I think more so than confidence, it was that feeling of well-being at first Vicodin was so, um, useful for me, you know, um, I get it. That was short lived, but, um, but you know, for like maybe a summer there, like I had, I had, I, I, I feel like I was, you know, so, so I'll, I'll say like that summer was the summer leading up to when I got married and I, and, and on my honeymoon is when like, I, I didn't bring any Vicodin with me and had no idea about withdrawal symptoms or anything. So like I, I go to my honeymoon and like, I'm in withdrawal the whole time. And like, I had no idea why, like I had no idea why I was feeling crappy. Um, I just thought maybe, you know, like we went on, we went down to Mexico. I just thought like, maybe I was just, uh, feeling sick from something or whatever, you know? Um, but yeah, like that is no way to start a marriage. Um, you and know? so did you meet her, did you meet her in school or I met her my um I met her at a at a like a Christian um uh I don't know if you've heard of Young Life is Young Life there where you're at No. It's like a it's like a high school youth group but like um yeah it's it's like a it's like a a church high school youth group that is trying to be more, um, inviting, um, and trying to like, it's, it's not, it, it's not a part of any church. It's, it's its own thing. And so, um, yeah, and my family was like heavily involved in that. Like my grandpa was one of like the, the founding guys. Um, and, uh, and so my, uh, junior, the summer going into my senior year of high school, um, I went on like this month long, um, work crew kind of like uh volunteer uh um month long like camp thing um uh that was really it was really fun really cool and and uh that's where i met um uh, courtney's her name where where uh we met and then we're kind of in each other's lives senior year and then didn't start dating until um our you know freshman year of college and she was from Portland, you said. She was actually from Olympia, which is like an hour south of me, but it's, it's like the state capital. Um, uh, um, uh, yeah, but she, um, but she, yeah, she was from Olympia. So we were kind of long distance for a while there, um, which was like part of the impetus of moving down to Portland um, was to finally like be in the same town. Um, but that that move ended up just. Uh, this might be backtracking a little bit, but that, that move was officially like, uh, uh, was, was, was a move into loneliness. Um, like my first encounters with like real loneliness, like, cause I didn't know anybody down there. And, uh, you know, my, my, uh, girlfriend was like, you know, double majoring in 
three years and like she was so she was like really driven and was uh didn't have a whole lot of time for me <laughs> so that just that really that that did not help my <laughs> how i was feeling about myself at all um uh yeah yeah that was yeah like, like you, you you rather than looking at it as a new life experience where everything is new right yeah. like whether or not you'd been to portland before living there and experiencing it day in day out is a different thing and so rather than looking at it as this new life experience it's almost like you you left all your friends you left all your family you left your identity as being yeah skylar from kent right right right, right. you just left it behind and you're like who am i now what, yeah. what am i supposed to do with this I, you know, and, and it, so this, this, this is, um, this is one of those things that like, I, I, I've since opened up to some, some of my friends and, and you know, close people, but, um, uh, I was, I was, there was, there was no question that this would be something that I took to the grave with me. Like I, I would just never, ever talk about it, but um, so I was down to, I was down in Portland for like a little less than a year, um, and doing young life doing like, I was like a young life leader. Um, like I, so I was going to like Cleveland high school and like trying to befriend students, um, and, and like, just, you know, be, a, um, like a, like a, basically like a youth, a youth group leader or something. Um, and, uh, and working at 24 hour fitness in the juice bar, like, so, um, and just having nothing to do with my time other than just annoy my girlfriend. Um, and man, like, you know, so, so, I, I, um, I had like a psychotic break. I feel like I, 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 or how do you say that? Like, like. I had a moment where I think my brain somehow like slipped into a very bizarre understanding. Um, basically like I, I, I was not in touch with my, my, with myself, you know, like I, I just, but I, but I was in distress and was, not talking about it. I wasn't really even trying to be aware of it. Um, but, but somehow like this other part Were of you me, sort of aware of it. I mean, I was, but like I, but I wasn't, I wasn't talking about it at all. I mean, I looking back, like it, 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 it's, it was a very dark time. Um, but I, I, that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I think I was, I think I'm sure I was, but I was really trying hard not to be. Um, like you weren't being honest with yourself almost. Yeah. Like you were sort of aware that it was on the horizon, but then when it came down to digging deep and being honest with yourself, yeah, it's almost like you were pushing it aside and being like, no, maybe this, like the psychosis that I'm experiencing, like it's, I'm just telling myself that, that's what it is, but I, it's really not bad. I'm still, I've got my shit together. We're I'm using good. spiritual terms maybe like, so, so this house that I was living in, I, I, I mean, and it, and it, it was, it was a brief period. Um, 
but it, 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 so like this, I was living in this house that, um, all by myself, it was like a three story, like old, you know, like house that was built in like 1900. Um, and like, I would feel like there were demonic, like there was a, like there, there were at times like a demonic presence or something. And I like would, I would get so freaked out. Um, and would like sleep in my car and, and like, or go try to sleep with, you know, at at, at, like my girlfriend's house. Um, and, but like, I feel like, so, so, but that like really quickly led to me deciding to go. I mean, I was only like 20 years old. Um, yeah. Cause I hadn't turned 21 yet. Um, like I went downtown I gave like a, um, a homeless dude 20 bucks to like buy me a 12 pack of beer. I went back to my, my place and like drank as many as I could. And then I, um, I like, this is going to probably sound crazy. Uh, but like, I, have you seen that scene in liar liar where he goes into the bathroom and beats himself up? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of, I mean, that is exactly what I did. Um, and how I was understanding, I think at the time, why I was doing, why I decided to take that route was because of this idea in, in, um, in some, you know, uh, in some Christian uh, um, communities, like this idea of being persecuted um, is, is, is kind of can be like toward the top of like the, the, uh, of, of evidence that somebody is doing things right. You know, like, like that, that, that they're doing, that they are, are living so for Jesus that, um, that the enemy is trying to take them out um, because he doesn't want to lose this battle or something like, so that, that's, that's, that was, so in order for me to feel like I I was that I mattered in the world um and that I mattered to my family and like mattered to this this woman that I was falling in love with you know and and uh um and like gave me some sort of like relevance and um way of feeling confident or or, or okay or something like I came up with this appalling plan like to just take a piss over uh, like on my whole life kind of like, and just make fabricate this story that, um, I mean, really like it fucked with me for a long time, you know? And, and, you know, I think, Again, like that. So, so then, you, you know, you a year later, I'm like fully in getting addicted to Vicodin and, um, and also trying to get married and, uh, and like that, that, which was the very, you know, which was like, you can connect, like, it's a very, uh, easy connection to make from that to heroin, uh, and then to, into prison. Like, so, so, um, and so did Courtney know that you were struggling, like that you were, you were having your own internal struggles, but then did she, 
did she have any clue about Vicodin or anything like that? Not until about six months into my marriage. I mean, I'm not exactly sure when she began putting together. Was that me or you? Oh, no. That's me. Weird. Um, uh, I'm not sure when she started putting the pieces together, um, but I know... I think with I think within like six months of my of, of getting married, like I was off going to uh, you know um, a rehab, um, and 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 really like those six months like were were kind of blurry, like I I, I um, you know I mean, man, like pretty much from day one, like I, I was not being honest, not pretty much. I mean. 100% from before day one of, of getting married. Like there was a huge, um, you know, a, 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 a just a, a gigantic divide between my, me and my dishonest persona, you know, that like I, I was trying to keep as much distance <laughs> um, between those two things. Like I did not, like I, I, I hated myself, I think. And, um, and I, I think like, as long as I had Vicodin in my system, I could still somehow feel that, feel connected to this total fraudulent persona. And how are you, how are you getting it? Like, cause you, you, you had your wisdom teeth out. So they yeah. give you two weeks a month. I don't know. They right. give you some amount right. of time right. that they say, Hey, this bad boy's done in six months or whatever yeah. it is. But, but how long after you got your wisdom teeth out, were you, man, I, 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 I st- <laughs> so like, you know, like this was around the time Facebook started becoming a thing and like connecting with old high school friends. So like I would try to connect with like maybe some of the shadier high school friends and like then reach out to them and like, you know, or I'd run into somebody maybe like in, in my hometown and uh, like, so I, I found people that way. Like that's how, um, you know, that's what, that's how I was doing it um, up until my, the, the rehab that I went to. And then that, that rehab is when I, I like my, my, my roommate, um, was involved in like, you know, selling heroin. And so, um, I got out, I think relapse. Uh, I, I took, I got out of the first rehab I went to and, um, went to like a, a, a of all, like went to a, a social gathering with like the friends that I, that are good friends like that, you know, my, my wife, uh, was friends with, like, it was like a cool art night. Like, I, I still have this painting that I did that night. Um, but like went to the bathroom and just took a peek in the, in the medicine cabinet, which was another way of supplying that habit. Uh, I, I would just, re- I mean, I would check, I got into such a terrible habit of checking medicine cabinets. Like it's like at, at friends' houses, yeah, you're saying, yeah, or just like stranger whoever's house. I mean, like whoever you're at their yeah, house, yeah, yeah, who's ever <laughs> no, house. Not, not, yeah, yeah, like not go in, but if you're at like a yes acquaintance's house for yeah. a get together, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna go take a piss and yeah, check it out. 
Yeah, man, that is like that is so that that is that feels really far away now. Like, but that that at the time, like that that was that was like mandatory. Like, but but so so that was like a, a um. So I went to the bathroom, um, and found some uh, codeine pills and like took like ten, <laughs> and uh, man, um. But, but yeah, so, so, and so then like, I think, I mean, I don't know, within a few days, I ended up calling this, this roommate I had, um, and he ended up, you know, um, entered, you know, introduced me to, to shooting up heroin. Um, yeah. So and, yeah, and yeah. you're, you're still married at this time, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And what, what was, what was your wife saying at? At the time when you, so you're in rehab, are, are you guys still living in Portland at this time? No. So we moved up to Seattle. She's getting her master's in psychology, um, with like a focus on addiction. I think, well, she, so she graduates, she gets her master's and, um, and then, yeah, I, I think by, so, um, let's see. So the first, yeah. So the first my first rehab, uh, we're living in downtown Seattle and she like, I think just started going to, uh, grad school. It's crazy. And so where, yeah. where, where is she at in this process? Like you, how did it come about? Like when you, did you one day wake up and look in the mirror and you're like, fuck, you gotta do this, man. You gotta go. Or did somebody no, push no. you to go? No, I mean, uh, no, it was, um, the money in our newly joined bank account was just vanishing and I couldn't come up with enough lies. And, uh, and so I, I, I think that got her connecting the dots and, um, and then, um, I think it was, I think it was my mom and Courtney, um, kind of, I want to say, um, confronting, but they were, they were very gracious but I, I responded as if they were being confronting. Um, but I still, I still went, but, uh, you know, like I stormed out, like I was, I mean, like almost like typical, like, um, but I, I, I denied it at first. Um, but man, like I, I loved, I loved Courtney and I, and I loved my mom. Um, and I, I, so I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I mean, it, it was, I could never be, it, <laughs> You know, I, I, it, the second I would see Courtney or my mom crying, like I, I, I kind of couldn't handle it. So, how did your mom know? Like, how did she get looped in on everything? Well, so, so I, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't remember some specifics, but, uh, you know, I, I would reach out to my parents for maybe for um, money or, um, or like, you know, my dad, so, so, um, around this time, like my dad ended up getting, um, due to somehow due to some complications of the, of that transplant, like years later, um, got, uh, his foot amputated and then his other foot amputated. So like he now is like a sort of a double amputee. Um, but at that time, you know, he was getting prescription pills and like I was taking, you know, I would always, if I could, I would take them. Um, and you know, and, and 
there's a, there's a, um, my, you know, my, my, my mom and dad both have, have, I've been fairly close with, or at least they've been involved in my life. Um, so, so, uh, that, that's, I don't, I don't think that really answers the question, but, um, you know, if nothing else, I mean, it's the mother's intuition, I think. She just knew. And I guess if you're saying, like, if Courtney's approaching you and she's like, hey, do you know, like, the the account seems to be going down. Like, there's yeah. only so many times that you could be like, yeah, I got, got another uh, Subway foot long today. Dude, and I just <laughs> – I, like yeah, how many times yeah. can you say that? Like, there's only so many times you can play that card. Well, and and so I, I this is this is another ingredient in the mix. So, um, I go back to school and I get um, like certified in AutoCAD, and like I was going to be like a um, archi- like an, a drafter, like an architect firm. And I, I got I got the I went through the school. Um, I got I got the certification or whatever. Um, and then relapsed. And so, um, so I, I think this was right before, so this was like, again, like right at the very beginning of our, of our marriage. And, um, uh, and so I, I, I relapse and then, um, come up with another story, like a total other, like, like I was at, that had become sort of my operating system of like, just surviving um, was just trying to fabricate stories. Like, man, like it sucks to really acknowledge that even, but, but that, that, that like, man, I don't like, I almost feel so sorry for that person. (laughs) Like, you know, but, but so I, so I, I basically like the, you know, the friends we had at that point were like um, a, a number of them were, were, um, you know, we're graduating from university of Washington or, you know, we're, we're engineers and, um, getting like very normal jobs. And so I like totally fabricated that I got a internship at a architecture firm. Um, and to Courtney, yeah, to Courtney, which was like, so that, that way when I was, and this was after I relapsed, like that's how, so I would spend my whole day pretty much, or at least the time that she was working and in school, um, I would spend my day trying to get high. Like that is not okay. I was just, it's, it's, man. Um, but w- what about like if you had a joint account and there's not a paycheck going well, into Well, it? I know. I know. I'm trying to remember. I mean, I had, at the time I thought it was really a clever Whatever it was, I I'm I'm I can't remember what I would say, but I I um I yeah I I can't re- I can't really remember what what I but so it it and it and it wasn't sustainable regardless you know it that only lasted for a few months but um that's still a long ass time though yeah. I mean maybe maybe that's like being such a creative person, whether it's <laughs> art and drawing, whether it's music, whether it's spoken word through podcasting, art is art, right? And maybe to your own detriment, being a creative person 
didn't that's the one time when being a creative person didn't serve you well because you got really good at crafting stories that sounded like you could you could create them in your your own head and you could tell you could tell them back to somebody else and they were probably so convincing and granular in details hmm. that of course they sound convincing but because you're really good at creating them right and yeah. that's i mean i mean that's such a wild thing to think about yeah and i i i think i think i know by the end I mean, by the, at least by the end of that, of, of my marriage, like I, I, I completely sucked at that. <laughs> and, uh, and also nobody wanted to believe, even if it was convincing, nobody wanted to believe it anymore because I just kept proving that whatever it was that I was saying I was doing was actually a lie. And, and yeah, and how long were you married for? Like I think, I think I want to say like almost five years. Um, yeah. So she was there for you though. Oh, like, for sure. I mean, that's a long time to yeah. go through all that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, she, uh, you know, and and uh, it's it's interesting because now she's like an addictions, like she's like she works in the addiction field, like full, you know, for, as her profession. Um, and, and, you know, it, it was, um, a few more rehabs, uh, a lot, a lot of pain and, and a lot of, of, um, just a ton. I mean, it was the kind of dynamic where she was married to and, um, somebody and 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 maybe she loved at that time like somebody who was i want to say unlovable but but more just like who wasn't present like that person wasn't there like it was this other version this other fabricated person that like she was forced to live with and um be married to and uh man i mean i you know um yeah, I, I, you know, I did a lot of really bad, wrong, hurtful things. Um, you know, I, I stole prescription pads from her work. Uh, uh, you know, um, toward the end there, like, um, to and 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 would fraudulently write prescriptions, like would take them to pharmacies, and um, that happened for a while. And then, but she was like, she, you know, she was like the secretary at this office and, uh, of psychiatrist. And, um, she ended up getting a fax that was clearly my handwriting on a prescription that was clearly from that office. And, um, like she had had enough and like, she, she wrote back on the fax, like, this is fake, like call the cops. And, uh, and that's, that's, um, that was sort of, I mean, that was, the, that was, the, pretty much the end of, of our marriage. Like a, after that, I went to jail and then went to this year long faith based program. Um, and halfway through that, that year, she, she, um, you know, uh, came to, to see me with divorce papers. 
So she she called the cops on you? Well, no, she she didn't call the cops. She just told the pharmacy in in my memory in like Sharpie, but this could be this might not be exactly how it went down, but I was at a Walmart pharmacy and like uh, in Sharpie she had wrote written back like this isn't real call the cops and then the pharmacy called the cops and I was waiting for the prescription um and then these two cops came and tapped me on my shoulder and um yeah I went to jail and I went to jail for a few days and it was my parents that came and bailed me out um under the conditions that I go to this faith-based program um yeah and so you okay so you at this time you're you're you were only like over the course of five years you're only doing vicodin or no so i i started doing heroin i started doing heroin about it i mean within i want to say within the first by by about the end of the first year i was doing heroin of my marriage and so that was like 2000 by like like um around 2007 um i was doing heroin because i got married in 2006 and then it was her- she- pretty much heroin. And then I would get on like, uh, the, I don't know if you've heard of Suboxone. Mm, yes. Kind of like I methadone. Have, yeah. yeah. It's a, it, um, I would get on Suboxone and then I'd relapse. I would get like a legit construction job and then I'd relapse. Like it was just, a, it was a mess. Meanwhile, she's full-time working and in grad school. And she didn't know that you were doing heroin? Um... She would know. She would know. I mean, I was shooting it up. And, uh, and you know, my arms would just get just messed up. Like, I, 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 I was not a person that could hide it for very long. Um, but so then I, like would, you- I would get on Suboxone and they'd get, quote, unquote, clean or, or, or just, I would get off heroin and kind of start becoming myself again. Um, probably long enough to maybe suspend the hope for, for a little bit longer, you know? And were you like, when you would do it, like, were you still fabricating the stories of you're working or because if you're, if you're like, if you're out, shooting up you're i'm assuming you're disappearing for a period of time like it's not it's not something that you can just it's not like smoking a joint where you can just go around the corner and come back and well so bob's your uncle so this is this this it i think that um i don't know how unique this is but for me like i i i i've the whole reason why I think opiates were were something that I found helpful was because it allowed me to be comfortable in my own skin um and allowed me to be comfortable around other people and like that that was like a kind of a big component like i I would be I would get triggered before seeing friends or family. Um, uh, that's if I was clean or I, I mean, or if I was in active addiction, like I, I would, I would 
guaranteed use before any interaction with any person. Um, and so like, I, so I would disappear for long periods of time only to try to figure out how to get another 40 bucks and, or if I had $40 just waiting for, um, my heroin dealer to show up, which sometimes would take three, four hours, uh, you know, just waiting in my car. Hence, I mean, not hence, but, uh, I, I think that was actually, um, a, 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 like I would listen to podcasts. I'd listen to this American life. I mean, I remember, uh, the, this American life episode, um, about the, uh, when the economy crashed in 2008, like and in fact, I think it was Alex Bloomberg that did this episode. Um, it, it was, man. I know that episode. Yes, I listened to that whole episode while I was waiting for my heroin dealer, like on the radio. You know, like I just, I, I'm, <laughs> I've never thought about that until right now. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know why I'm saying that, um, but, but I, so I, I would be gone for those reasons. I wasn't the, I like. Not not because I was getting high and like and and I like nodding off in in, in some corner for a while. Like I, I would I would want to get high so I could be around people. I mean, not so not not exclusively to be around people, but uh, but I would I would get high and then would would want to be around people. And go back home and see yeah. Courtney and just that was the steady state. Yeah. 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 And and then and then it, you know, it it that only lasts for so long. And then it's really is, I mean, it 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 becomes wanting to not be in withdrawal before you see this person or before your wife comes home or before, you know, uh you have a job interview. Um and and so then but it's, you know, so, so, so then you're not just trying, then you're not chasing getting high. You're, you're just really not wanting to be sick, which is, yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. Ugh. And, and so then how, how did it go down that you, like, I don't, I don't know the whole yeah, prison yeah. thing. Well, so, um, so I go to this faith-based program. Um, I get, I get, uh, you know, by the time I'm done with that program, um, I'm divorced and, um, I, and in, in the program, I met, um, this person that I was like, you know, this, this, I, so she, she was in the program and, uh, I, I met her, um, you know, I, I, I think when I'm being cynical, I, I, I have particular language about the program. I, I just think the program itself was really an unhealthy environment. Um, and it's sad because everyone there, it was like, a, it was, it was, um, it was like a small church kind of community that, um, of 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 the the sort of like the um the you know the um it's kind of like a like a a mission in some ways like um it was people that that couldn't afford the 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 good like expensive rehabs 
Um, or it was people that had been on the streets long enough. Um, uh, it was, it was the, the least of these. And I, you know, it was, it was the people that had really been forgotten, um, in, in, in society. And, and, um, and, and, and I think I was one of those people, you know, like I, I, nobody wanted to, nobody really wanted to continue to support my just disregard for, for, for being a good person. And, 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 um, uh, you know, um, so I, I, I land there and, uh, around the time. So like, I think it was like, uh, you know, three or four months. Um, I, I don't hear anything from my, my, my wife. And then she shows up, we have an interaction that lasts like maybe an hour. And, and, uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm like super sober and was so excited to see her. Um, but like she had, she had gotten the papers ready. Um, and like was there to, to, you know, call it off. And, I didn't, I didn't have anything to say to, you know, I, I, it was the, I think the most, at that point, the, 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 the nicest thing I could do would be to just, you know, be okay with that. And, uh, um, I, at least that's what I was thinking at the time. Um, but so, uh, I, I got, I got really involved in the pro in that program. Like, so I was like leading worship. I was in charge of like, um, uh, like this, like youth program. Um, you know, I, I sort of like a lot of like the, the personality traits that I don't think were very helpful, uh, to be activated at that point where we're getting activated. And I, I, so I, I like, you know, I think by like, I know for sure I was still in the withdrawal when I led my first night of worship. <laughs> um, and I, I just wasn't like, I shouldn't have been doing that. Like I should have been really in, in, in more of like the, the humble place and, and, not in the spotlight. Um, and anyways, like this, this, this gal there, uh, um, she, she, you know, we started like making eye contact and then she was in charge of like the girls in this youth program. And so, I don't know. It, it, Anyways, it's it's kind of it's weird to talk about. It's probably kind of boring. It's it's just it's it's a um it turns out that um that the the two the two leaders of 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 the program um were not were not themselves being honest. And um and you know, so so they were like in, they were the ones that started the program and they were, it, it, it kind of had a little bit of a cultish type vibe in how, how, how whole, kind of almost holy the, these, 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 um, you know, this married couple were and, and, um, and sort of blind faith in, in them, um, 
and they weren't being honest and and uh and it quickly dissolved but i i i so i um i left uh like i think 11 months i had been there 11 months i i left and then this girl um left after like shortly after me and we ended up dating started starting to date and like i i i was sober for a, a while um but like i i wasn't in a place to really love her and um and and at the same time like that program did not did not um i had a lot of worldly problems like uh, consequences that that i needed to um to address uh you know of crimes that i i had committed um you know before that before that program uh and so uh, you know we start dating um and i'm i'm like i'm trying to be the person that i really wanted to be for courtney um i'm trying to like recreate that i guess like but again, that's not that there wasn't that 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 wasn't it, it was it had a, a sense of like fraudulence to it. So she she was um and and you know like she she come she like she was like man like her her mom like uh dropped her off like at a, at at a you know like in a foster care when she was like five, and like she had a really tragic um, upbringing, and um and she you know i think i think while i was up there leading worship and and like um assuming those kinds of positions like i think that um that she had an attraction for me and and i and 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 i i did for her but like i it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it just wasn't right it wasn't right <laughs> 